I think I'm a special one. Whoa, forgot we had one of these, a podcast. <laughs> nice that. joke, bro. <laughs> What's up, man? It's been a while. It's been about five, five, six weeks. Yeah, I had to, had to knock the dust off my mic. <laughs> I forgot we had a podcast. Yeah. I, honestly, we've been, like, super busy, like, just doing – I've been doing a lot of soccer stuff. You've been doing a lot of soccer stuff, like – you know, a lot of fans have been waiting. I know. They're probably just sitting there every day checking their podcast app or YouTube. Like, my when's the next on the half turn dropping? My phone's been blowing up. People saying, when's the next podcast dropping? We need it. It's like a uh, like when Supreme drops like a new T-shirt or something. Oh, uh, yeah. But that's going to be us with our merch coming soon that we keep saying it's coming soon. But I have stickers. So if anyone wants a sticker, hit me up and I'll figure it out. I have stickers. I have one on, I'll show you. I have one on the back of my phone. It's like Chrome. Looks pretty cool. Um, make sure you speak up too, because I don't know how well the audio is coming through. All right, I'll try. Yeah, so just talk louder. Uh, what are you wearing? So on today I got a um, a Danish Danish team jersey called, uh, they're called Alborg BK. Fin- finished fifth this year in the Danish league. Good finish. Um, ordered it from... The company's called Away Days. Mm-hmm. Just into a, uh, a random kit from any league, anywhere. So I got it. Nice a little Hummel. It's Hummel brand. Yeah, it's Hummel brand. Got the stripes, red, white stripes. Nice. Well, you know, you got your Chelsea kit on, ready. Yeah. For- so yeah. I, uh, I actually wore this to go coach today. I, I like wearing jerseys when I coach too. I don't know. Uh, it's my Pulisic Chelsea jersey. I figured it was fitting. Uh, Champions League coming up. That's where we're going to preview today, Champions League final. Um, I have a Man City jersey as well, but I was like, all right, Pool Six is probably the better option for this. You Maybe if I had a Zach Steffen kit, I would wear it. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you wore a goalkeeper kit on here. Yeah. Uh, maybe some gloves and a helmet too. Uh, but, yeah, this is episode 23. I uh, figured we'll, we'll do the stuff we've been talking about, like, later into the summer. I think in the future, maybe we preview the Euros, what we've been up to, kind of get in MLS, how that stuff's going. A lot of national team stuff going on this summer. But I figured maybe this is a shorter episode or whatever. We talk about the finish to the all the domestic leagues, and then we preview the Champions League final. And then maybe we come out with another shorter episode reviewing the final. Maybe we watch it once or twice, try and pick out some tactical stuff. Because uh, I went back and I listened to chunks of – our preview and then recap of last Champions League final. And it was honestly pretty good. Like we picked up a lot of good tactical stuff. And I, I do think it was easier last year because the Champions League, it was like August, like early August or something. And they had to like, the games were just coming all the time. And it was like the only thing going on really at the time. So like a mini tournament in the summer. Yeah. which is pretty cool. So now there's been like a long time between games, kind of like there's been, you know, between Chelsea and Man City's like last Champions League game, there's been some FA Cup games. There's been a lot of stuff happening with the league. I feel uh, like the end of the season kind of came quick, don't you think? It did too. And I was I was so busy, like especially on the weekends with other soccer stuff that like the last three or four weeks, I really didn't get to watch many games. I just watched like pieces here, maybe one game here. Oh, dude, I didn't realize the the new setup I have in the back here. So uh, I took down the Lawless jersey. Well, maybe we'll rotate whatever jersey's hanging up. And I bought this, which way do I lean? This Mbappe, which way do I point? This Mbappe FIFA 21 poster. And it's just like kind of him walking on the street, but which way do I move? But it, it it's pretty cool. I don't know. Maybe we like it. Maybe we take it down at some point. I still have the scarves behind there. I think it's cool. I yeah, think it's, it's like kind of like, you know. Like not hung up on the wall though. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking, maybe we'll like, I want to buy some um, some of those things that stick to the wall, and maybe we move the podcast setup to like a wall instead of this big like bookcase thing. We have everything set on, so that way, like, we could actually like, stick stuff to the wall, and then maybe 
it's not just jerseys, scarves. Maybe we buy a couple posters or something cool like that. Yeah. If you guys are wondering, if you guys are watching and wondering what my setup is, I'm currently in Manchester, trialing with Man City. Oh, dude, they they do uh, need like a little attacking flair for this uh, Champions League final. Yeah. So if if KDB can't go, they got you on on speed. Yeah, though. that's where I've been. So it's um, my room in Manchester right now. Yeah. Nice. Uh, you want to just get into it? We'll we'll talk about the leagues first. Um, okay. We can talk about the Premier League. So going into the last day of the season, let me pull up the table here. Uh, it was pretty crazy day, and I watched. You know, if you're listening to this, you probably know what happened. But I watched Spurs and Leicester. So I was kind of rooting for Leicester to get in. Honestly, I want to see Leicester, and they were up. They blew it. They had a chance because they needed Chelsea or Liverpool to drop points. I think Chelsea ended up dropping points. All they needed to do was win. They had a one nothing lead, then a 2-1 to lead, 2-1 to lead, and then Spurs just kind of took it from there. Spurs needed the game to get in Europa League, so – or not Europa League, com- what, Conference League? Yeah, so actually they made it into the UEFA Conference League. Yeah, West Ham jumped them. All right. <laughs> so I w- on that day I was watching Everton, Man City. Mm-hmm. I thought – Made my last chance to watch Everton for a while. But it was also, like, such a meaningless game. I Well, Everton still had a chance to make Europa League or something. <laughs> but why did I think they were ever going to have a chance? I, I tell you this all the time. There's probably 20 other times on this podcast I joked about Everton finishing ninth or 10th. Would they end up finish? ninth or 10th. I don't care how many goals Hamas scores in September and October. Like, it's just what they're going to finish. I don't know. They finished, 10th. They finished behind Arsenal and Leeds. If we – uh. We should start like a like a pool next year where like you pick where guys where teams are gonna finish. First team on penciling in is Everton at ninth or tenth. And then and then we go from there. But Leicester losing that one. I'm seeing yeah. how about uh you know, so Liverpool, I think goal differential they were clear anyway, but they finished two points clear of Chelsea. So Liverpool finished third. Oh, pretty crucial goal by Allison in the Second to last week of the season to score off the corner yeah, kick, scored a header. People are saying that goal should be goal of the season. It, it kind of should be, honestly. Like, like it's crazy. Yeah, and like extra points, and they they finished third. But yeah, dude, think about like you know what was it December January? He was like there was saying like his dad died and like he was struggling. He gave away a couple cheap goals against like I don't know some bottle bottom of the table team and like. You know, see him come kind of come back like that, have that kind of moment. It's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's a shame for Leicester. I saw a thing that um, they spent 200-some. The most days you can spend in the top four, Leicester have spent in the top four, and on, like, the last day they dropped. Yeah. Dude, just – all right, but think about that team, though, man. Like, they've spent, like, Mares money, the Conte money, like, a lot of this – money that they've got they've spent it so wisely like they've used it to like like invest in other areas of their team almost like spurs when they sold gareth bale they they spent that money in like a bunch of different positions and like some of those players hit like they got good years out of lamella and erickson and then like some of the guys didn't like chadley and a few others but like lester just continue to hit on these players like soyanchu and like telemans and like they're just it's it's a nicely run club and it's cool to see. Spend the money on guys that they like really look into, like not the, what the media say teams should buy. You know, yeah. Like if yeah. you look at it, teams like Arsenal or Tottenham, when they get a bunch of money, they're gonna sign like FIFA guys. You know what I mean? Like people that you would buy on FIFA. Not I like guess. a smart decision. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Also, speaking of like determining who to buy and stuff. This kind of makes no sense what we're talking about, but there was a period in like February where I really wanted to try and watch like two straight weeks of the French second division to see if I can identify like who, cause there's a lot of talent coming out of the lower leagues in France, obviously, because they're developing talent. So I was reading an article about it. I was like, I kind of want to watch this to see like if I could identify some of these guys. And you know, the French second division is not streamed anywhere. So I never really got to it, but would have been cool exercise. Imagine you trying to watch the French. Yeah, imagine you trying to look it up where to watch the French second division. Yeah. In US. Imagine me trying to pronounce some of these guys' names. 
exactly. Um, so, yeah, notable in the Premier League. Obviously, Man City ran away with the league. Uh, go back to any episode. I'm always talking about how Pep has pretty much transformed this league in like a one-horse race every year. The job he's doing is like incredible. And like by the time you're listening to this, he's probably already won the Champions League. Or, you know, like I'm, I'm just glad that me especially, but neither of us are the people that are like, oh, Pep, Pep needs all the money to, to win and that kind of stuff. Like, no, nah, he's just such a good manager. He's built that the system. It's a program. It's like. But, he, but to, yes, he's a great coach. And I love watching his teams play. And he's got to be one of the managers up there with, like, being one of the best managers ever. But he needs top players for his team to succeed. I, I want to see him – Wolves' manager's leaving. Is he really? Yeah, he's, he's moving on. I would like to – what if he took over Wolves? That'd be kind of cool. Like, <laughs> I want to I see a lot of Wolves. I wonder how good they'd be. It'd be better. I mean, him with like that type of team instead of having the world class team. Yeah, but do you? Is being iron and uh, this is a different conversation. But is being a, a good manager just getting the most out of bad players? Is it developing players? Because there's a lot of those guys that he's developed, like Phil Foden, and uh, like the, these guys have taken a step up. Like Mares was really good when they got it, but he's taking a step up. Sterling is taking a step up. The De, De Bruyne is taking a step up, like all these guys. And we haven't no, even gotten to my boy, John develop. Stones. I don't know if he really develops young players. I feel like he just get – eventually he'll just give a young player a chance. I like, think there's uh, – One of a little amount of players, like young players that he plays – he would play consistently. Yeah, but there's a difference between developing – players and then there's like a manager that could take players to the next step like maybe the word development is like between the ages of 13 and 18 or something but then there's like another development stage that's between 18 and 22 where like they really kind of burst out on the scene they show they like they belong and then there's the you're you're an established pro but you take that step up from a, a good starter to like an elite player that kind of stuff and like every one of his players takes steps up yeah. Even like Kyle Walker. Kyle Walker was great when they got him, and he's gotten even better. Yeah, but Pep's uh, Pep style didn't work his first few years. So yes, it did. They were still good. They were still good, but it it didn't work how it works now. Oh no, man! All right, so uh, do you want to save the rest of the Man City talk for the Champions League preview? Yeah. All right, so we have. United in second, Liverpool third, Chelsea fourth. So that was big for Chelsea because if they were to finish outside the top four, they weren't going to get into the Champions League unless they won because the winner of the Champions League gets an automatic bid in the Champions League. So that was important for them because we'll talk about it. I think they'll probably lose. Leicester, West Ham, Europa League spots. And on the outside looking in, it's like Tottenham, Arsenal, Leeds. Is there only one that gets into the UEFA Conference League? I think so. Yeah, so no Europe for Arsenal. If Tottenham lost that, then Arsenal would have gotten in the in the uh, conference league. Arsenal is just funny, man. It would be funny because, like, I wonder if these teams even care about the conference league. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I don't really know much about it. But, um, you want to go to La Liga real quick? Yes, sir. All right. So yeah, a lot of stuff happening in La Liga. I'm gonna be honest. I really don't pay much attention to La Liga. Like, I watch the scores and the standings. But Atletico won the league by two points. I'm pretty sure Suarez had, what, a goal in the second to last game and then a goal in the last game Yes. to win both of the games or something. And if he didn't have one of them, Real Madrid would have won the league. Um, something like that. Barcelona finishes third, nine points behind Atletico. Sevilla fourth. So they're the four uh, – Champions League spots, but um, I don't know. I've been thinking about this a lot. Can we all just blame BN Sports for like ruining Messi's prime of his career? Because do why does BN Sports makes it so hard to watch La Liga? They're the ones that have the rights here in the U.S. and it's impossible to get that channel. There's like no streaming. 
It's crazy. We have uh, Xfinity, and you have to pay for that package on Xfinity. Yeah, we – But whoever has, like, another uh, TV thing usually gets BN. Yeah, so we used to have it on Xfinity. They stopped it or whatever. We get we still get all the sports channels except for BN Sports. And then it's on Verizon uh, – like Verizon TV's deal. So our sister has Verizon. So I use their account to log in and it's still really hard to log in and go for, like, it's not easy to find at all. And then I'm, you know, I'm trying to watch being sports and like this weirdly streamed like thing. And it's just like, it's annoying, man. Like we missed like prime Messi, prime Ronaldo, like just cause this stupid channel that no one watches or wants. like, you know, just come on ESPN. Like they're getting it next year. Yeah, all right. Thanks. Now I could see a like old Messi play two years before he goes to Inter Miami. Like, yeah. So ESPN is going to have La Liga next year. Yeah. So I'm definitely not the. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Syria is going to Paramount Plus. Um, NBC Sports is keeping the Premier League, but then La Liga, Bundesliga, and then the French league still on the end. Yeah, so like that. There we go again. We're gonna miss like Prime and Bappe and Neymar. Uh, so we'll get to the French league next. But it's like, come on, be in. But at least there's like more on ESPN Plus. That's why we have the Champions League. Yeah, which is like at three p.m., which is you know hard time. But um, yeah, big news in the French league. I mean, little really talking about La Liga. What's there to talk about? Like, I, I don't, I'm not going to act like I know a whole lot. That's just kind of my recap. Like, Suarez is probably one of the most hated players, but uh, he, he kind of turned up for Atletico yeah. and, and clutched it for him. Mm-hmm. And I bet Barcelona is probably a little salty that they let him go. I don't know how much money, more money he's making at Atletico, but, or less money. Yeah. I wouldn't have let him go, but, you know, I don't know what the finances are there. Um, no, he's still good. Like maybe if uh, teams weren't in like a crunch for money and whatever, maybe he would have went to MLS. Maybe it would have been something different. I don't know. Uh, now there's a big three in La Liga, and people are saying this is the perfect time for Simeone to leave. Uh, like people, like they've had Simeone for so long, and they're like, mm. oh, maybe it's maybe we need to move on. We bought this, we bought like this star player for a. You there? Come on. Yo, dude. Oh, my gosh. You there? Yeah. Heck, dude, it just froze. All right, keep going. Where do you want me to start back up at? I don't know. I don't know where you were. I don't know how much longer you kept talking after we cut out. I was just saying how they, they bought uh, Zhao Felix for $120 million. Maybe they want to build around him mm-hmm. and move on from Simeone. And this is the perfect time to move on from Simeone. He wins them the La Liga, mm-hmm. and it's time. What do you think? Well, I, the, the club's got to be bigger than the manager, but you can't – like the manager that has done all that for the club, you can't just – kick him out or like at like want him to leave because you invested so much in Jao Felix. There's gotta be a balance. Like could a good Simeone like play an attacking style? Like sure. I'm sure he could, but like, that's just not how they do it. I don't know. I'm not going to act like I, I know a whole lot about Atletico here, but it works still. Like maybe they, you know, he's the little bit they need to push them over the top to become that kind of like attacking free flowing type of thing. Who was it? So you froze. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. I was just saying maybe Jao uh, Felix is like what they need, what they always wanted to transition from like a what people would call like a boring defensive team to like push them over the top to like go on to the mainstream, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, definitely. Um. Let's talk about 
League One, League Un, League Un, League Un. You gotta say it French. Um, so Lil, uh, that that's how you actually pronounce it, right? Lil. Yeah, I, I'm not French. Uh, well, <laughs> you're not French, huh? That's a shocker. Uh, they win by one point over PSG, which is pretty crazy. Um, first time PSG's not won the league in, I don't know, was it four or five years? Um, yeah, Lille, Lille has Jonathan David, Canadian striker. Tim Weah normally comes off the bench, American. Um, a lot of other good players, too. So, like, I didn't watch a whole lot of League on this year, but, you know, top two automatically make Champions League, so PSG's still in Champions League. I just think it's funny. It was like, yeah, didn't watch too much of League on this year. League on. <laughs> like, neither I mean, them. not so that, that we can because – being sport really literally ruins it. No, nah, I thought it was cool. Like Leo was like, or whatever they're called, or front for like, like the second half of the season. I felt like, and PSG had to chase him. Yeah, and they they couldn't. And uh, Neymar was out for a while. Yeah, and then he came back for the final game and stuff. Dude, I'm just looking at this, uh, like the league table. Lille had 24 wins, 11 draws, and only three losses. PSG had 26 wins, four draws, and eight losses. So, like, Lille just, like, drew so many games. They just, like, avoided defeat. Maybe they had a lot of late, late equalizers or something. It was pretty cool. And it was just one point they won by? Yeah, just one point. And that's the difference. One draw. Yeah, I mean, they have a good squad, too, like – like you just you just go on like just look at like a lineup from a Lille game and just like kind of click on their players, go to their transfer market, and like these are all like really high level players. So it's a good way to like learn learn players and learn like where they play and that kind of stuff too. I, you know, you don't like seeing the same team win all the time. You know, like even in the Bundesliga. Eh, I mean, like I could, I, I honestly like wouldn't have mind or really cared if PSG won the. It's nice to see a new team win. You don't want to see, like, Tim Weah win? Yes, yeah. Like, I'm not – like, I like Tim Weah, but I'm not, like, a Weah – like, Tim Weah stan or anything like that. So, I was like – Let's see Atletico Madrid win over Real and Barcelona. I guess. Um, You guess. Okay. You want to move to the Bundesliga? Yeah. Okay. Shocker. Can you guess who won the league? Uh, Super Bayern. Super Bayern. Hey. Hey. 78 points. Second was Leipzig with 65. Dortmund 64. Wolfsburg 61. So that's your Champions League right there. So you got Bayern winning the league, obviously, running away with it. Tyler Adams and Leipzig, Champions League. Giorena at Dortmund, Champions League. John Brooks at Wolfsburg, Champions League. So that's good. Um, big news, I think, is obviously – Hansi Flick leaving Bayern Munich, take the German national team job. Julian Nagelsmann from Leipzig going to take the Bayern job. Um, That's pretty interesting. I mean, he's like known as a like super high pressing kind of transition type manager, which is seems like the trend in younger, younger managers. So uh, I don't know if Bayern will play that way. Normally Bayern is like, a lot more methodical, like they just dominate games, teams sit behind the ball, that kind of thing. Yeah. We, we, we knew Byron was going to win all along. Yeah, it's just They're Lewandowski just kind of going nuts and doing his thing. The past couple of years, Lewandowski breaking Jared Muller's record, having 41 goals in a single season. Mm-hmm. Nuts. But I'd like yeah. to do it in the Premier League, just saying. Um it's cool yeah, to get I, like Leipzig and Dortmund, see if they could like push for the top mm-hmm. of those teams. I don't know about Leipzig, but I know Dortmund struggled for a while. Couldn't yeah, really they did. Forward to like later in the season. Mm-hmm. A um, couple Americans going down, right? Where did Bremen's going down? So that's Josh Sargent. Uh, Matthew Hoppy, it's Schalke going down. Like they were in the Champions League a couple of years ago. Now they're last place. Yeah. They were in the Champions League playing Man City a few years ago. 
knockout rounds too. Oh, you know, pretty recently. Um, you got you know how I feel about Josh Sargent. I don't. I'm not like convinced he's like anything better than just like a teenager getting some minutes. But uh, I hope I'm wrong. I wonder if either of those players will stay mm-hmm. with those teams or make a move to a lower level Bundesliga team. And if they yeah. do stay with their teams in the second Bundesliga, hopefully they just turn up, have good seasons, like help their team win back promotion. Yeah. I do think that's like a, like a, it's risky, right? Because if you light it up, I'm like, yeah, that's great. But like, I'm, I can't think of, there was definitely a couple examples of like Americans. I think Bobby Wood might've been one of them when he was with Hamburg where he, uh, he got relegated, went to two Bundesliga and just like didn't do anything. And he can't rely on the fact that he plays in the Bundesliga anymore because he doesn't. And he's still not scoring goals. So let's say Sargent goes, goes down to second Bundesliga. Bramman are like mid table or something. He like, you know, five, six goals, like still a really good level, but like, is that really enough to like be the national team striker? And then it's like, all right. So his claim to fame was playing in Bundesliga, but now he's playing in Bundesliga two and still doing the same thing. So it's kind of risky. And then that's when you just kind of get lost. Like Julian Green just kind of got lost. Bobby Wood got lost. Julian Julian Green got promoted. He's come back up. And he's on the national team now too. So, um, and uh, Bobby Wood going to RSL, man. He's on the come up as well. You can probably agree with me on this. We watched a lot of the Bundesliga last year. Mm-hmm. And bottom of the Bundesliga, like the bottom teams, is like not that good of a level compared to like what you would think of the Bundesliga. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, see, I think it's, uh, it's like, I think it's a really good level. It's just the teams are – I think there's, like, innovative tactics, and, like, I'm sure they're, like, really good. I just think it's not uh, – I don't want to say not entertaining, but it's, like – I don't know how to describe it. It's, like, I bet t- there's a lot of teams in the second Bundesliga just as good as, like, 14 through 18 in the Bundesliga. Yeah. There's a big difference, I think, between probably the top – half or so of the Bundesliga and everybody else. But, and, I, but that's also a good thing for German soccer because it means like the next tier of clubs are all really good. And it's a good thing for young American players to go over there and play because it's a, mm-hmm. there's a it's too high of a level. And it's not yeah. too low. Yeah. It's, there's a good pool of clubs that are good enough to play with those bigger teams, but like, have teams that they can re- reasonably compete with the bottom half of the Bundesliga and the top half of the, you know, two Bundesliga. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about some Syria. This is the last league. Or as we used to say before we were really cultured, we used to say Serie A. Um, so yeah, last day, Juve secures top four, which is big for our boy Weston McKinney. Inter win the league, kind of running away. Milan second, Atlanta third, Juve fourth. Napoli choke it on the last day. They finish sixth. Sorry, they finish fifth. Lazio sixth. Leaves, you know, some teams like Roma and Sassuola out of Europe. Um, I think Inter is, like, ridiculously good. Now there's rumors kind of floating around that Antonio Conte might leave. Uh, it was announced today that Zidane is stepping down, so maybe – Conte goes to Real Madrid. I don't know. Uh, there's rumors that they might sell Lukaku. They might sell Martinez. So, like, I don't know. Maybe they must be in financial trouble. Yeah, Martinez sounds like he's been on the move for the past two summers. Dude, he's like – I for some reason, I, I like don't know enough about him. But, like, he's really good. Like, he's just so good. Yeah, he's class. He was going to go to Barca last year. <laughs> yeah, he's class. He's class. Um, Milan clutched it on the last day, right? Yeah, they had a chance to finish second. Yeah. Atlanta third. Uh, Juve fourth. Yeah, so Juve needed, I think, a win on the last day, and they got it. Napoli, what did Napoli 
drawler win I, or drawler. I won one. Yeah, with Verona. If they won, then Juventus would have made Europe League. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, which would have been like, I think if they didn't make Champions League, I think Pirlo is out right away. Now that they made Champions League, Pirlo probably stays. Um, but like, I don't know. Does Ronaldo stay? Like maybe he goes to PSG. Uh, like he's a good player. Are you frozen? Ah, oh, dude, you still there? Yeah. Yeah, you there? Yeah. Dude, it was me. It just my Wi-Fi. Just, it goes again, dude. Yo, yo. Yeah. Oh. You keep freezing after like two seconds. I can't hear you. <laughs> Just joking. I was muted there. The Wi-Fi will like go out for a second. I don't know if it's like storming outside or what. It is storming. Yeah. Oh. It's a good night to do a podcast. Yeah. So maybe we'll go. Uh, we are still recording. So we'll go full screen. All right. So let's kind of zoom through this so we could get back to the uh, to the Champions League final stuff. But yeah, you yeah. So I maybe Ronaldo leaves. I don't know what clubs do you think Ronaldo would go to. United maybe. United. Um, I don't know, bro. Like if you have Ronaldo on your team, that changes how you want to play. Crazy stuff for you that I feel like you like. Uh, Ronaldo. At, all strikers in the oh my gosh dude. Europe's are you there? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh gosh, dude. Wi-Fi's killing me, man. Continue. C- can you what? Go I on. See... I, I thought the my Wi-Fi went out. I can see you. You see me? Yeah. So do you want me to do you want me to say it? Yeah, if you could hear me, keep going. <laughs> keep going. All right, all right, all right. So, Cristiano Ronaldo was compared to every striker in Europe's top five leagues, and they compared him. Um, the stat was pressures to the opposing team's defense, and he was mm. in the, the 1% tile. So, he presses the other team's defense the least. That's funny. Did, That's it, did, did you get that from Grant Wall's podcast? Was it Grant Wall's podcast? Yeah, I listened to it this morning. Okay, yeah, it was. Yeah, that's a pretty crazy stat. I honestly heard it. Chris Winningham. I didn't listen to what the stat was. Yeah, it was Chris Winningham, right? That dude. Yeah, I don't really know who he is, but yeah, he, uh, yeah, it's like it, Ronaldo, like, I guess he's a good player. I, I think he just kind of does what he wants now. So, but with so many teams wanting to press and press from the front. Yeah. Like, why would they want to spend money on Ronaldo? Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. I, that'll be That'd be sweet. Him back in the Premier League would be awesome. Yeah. Dude, he should just go to MLS. Like, dude, if he went to MLS, every game would be like a circus, dude. Like, people would just be going nuts. good for MLS right now. Huh? Is he too good for MLS right now? I don't know, man. I don't think so. Like – I don't think so, dude. Dude, I think MLS is good enough where like Ronaldo wouldn't dominate. Like three years for Juventus, he had 100 goals. Dude, uh, like Zlatan was insanely good, but he was also like really good at finding space in the box, like these acrobatic kicks, just being like not even caring about what anyone says. Like, I feel like Ronaldo would get frustrated at MLS and like isn't suited right now to play as well as Ibrahimovic did in MLS. Does that reasoning make sense? A little bit. Yeah. Inter Miami. I, I feel like everyone's just gonna go to Inter Miami. Suarez, Messi, Ronaldo. Because they have them. Uh, I'm going Inter Miami. You're going to Inter Miami. Yeah, they saw my college highlights on YouTube, and they're like, "All right, dude." 
came up on their uh, their homepage. Yeah, they came up on their YouTube suggested. So, um, all right, yes. Yeah, uh, Mbappe fell. Hold on. We're having some technical difficulties. Dude, here. this this podcast, man. That's why we had to take a break. This podcast is bad luck or something. All right, so that's the top five leagues. Uh, you want to just kind of get into the today, huh? And you can't forget that the Europa League final was today. Yeah, I didn't get to watch it, but I saw uh, uh, Villarreal won eleven to ten in penalties. Yeah, game finished one to one. Did you know what happened at the end? It went no. over. Everyone made a penalty, and I swear every single one went in the corner. Like, oh, that's these, crazy. These penalties were so nice, and it gets to the goalies. Villarreal's goalie sinks his. De Gea misses his. Oh, dude. <laughs> De Gea goes against 11 penalties, doesn't save one, and then takes one and misses it. Dude, that's crazy. Dude, and there's been rumors that they're going to move on from De Gea. It's like, what if that's his last, like, action <laughs> at the club? And he's, like, kind of a legend, too. It's crazy. But it's weird because I was listening to um, – Gary Neville's podcast is awesome. He was saying that he was he his time at Man United, I think he was like a younger player. It was like in the middle of the Alex Ferguson era, and they didn't win it like a trophy for like a few years. And they won the EFL Cup, like the League Cup, in like the middle of the year, you know, like in January when like no one really cares about it. But he was like, that trophy gave us the confidence to like like believe in ourselves and whatever. And it sounds corny, but you could see it as a soccer player, as a team. So like Winning the Europa League, it's not, you know, everything. It's not the Champions League. But, like, I think them winning the Europa League might have been really important for their young players uh, to to win. But if you also think about it, Man United is not as young as people think. You know, Rashford, Greenwood, like, they're young, you know. They're up and coming. But they also started Cavani, Pogba, like, Bruno. Um, Eric Bailly is getting older, like, so, yeah, you got Juan Bisaka, you got Greenwood, um, Rashford. I love Scott McTominay, my boy. So, like, they got a young core, but, yeah, there's places to improve as well. Agreed. Uh, you ready for some Champions League? I'm ready for some Champions League. So, it comes on Saturday at 3, right? 3 o'clock? Yes. Cool. Um, so, yeah. And the champions championship playoff final comes on. I think it's eleven o'clock on Saturday. Oh, so we got a busy Saturday ahead. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll recap the championship final next podcast too. But um, Bape, no, he's coming down for the rest of the episode. Let's just get a big picture of Alexi Lawless and put it in the back. Like just his face, like a cardboard cut out of his face. Um, I think uh, neither team, like I think Chelsea's in, they were in like a good stretch of form, especially when they played against Real Madrid in the semifinal. And I think they kind of, you know, they lo- lost the FA Cup final. They kind of like sputtered down the stretch in the, uh, in the league. So I don't know. I think – like obviously Tuchel has done like really good things since January, but I don't. Th- there's nothing special about Chelsea right now. Yeah, they lost to Villa on the weekend. I don't think they're in good form at all. Yeah, uh, like d- does Tuchel know his best eleven? Because I don't think he does. No, dude. I feel like I mean from the back he'll probably stick with the same guys. I don't know. I feel like... I mean, if Christensen is fit, I think he'd go with Christensen at right center back, but I don't know if he is. I don't know if he is. I haven't seen, I haven't seen him out there. In a, yeah. I so haven't um, been paying too close to attention, but I feel like the front three is different every game. It's a combination of, like, six different players every... Yeah. I, I honestly think... Uh, I think they'll go with... Christensen, if he's fit, if not, probably Reese James or something. Maybe as Bill Quaida at the wing back there. Yeah. Um, Thiago Silva, Rudiger. Rudiger does a lot for them. I, I kind of like Rudiger. Rudiger's good. Joel. They'll probably go some combination of Conte, Jorginho. 
And then, um, you know, Billy Gilmore has been getting some minutes too, but it's probably Conte and Jorginho. I'm thinking they go Werner, Mount, uh, Havertz. Havertz is heard has the injury right now, or he has like a slight knock. So I don't know if he have a knock. I don't, I don't know if he'll be starting. Yeah, I don't know. I would think they still start him. Huh? I don't think Pulisic will start. No, I don't think so either. But, dude, imagine, like, it's 0-0 or 1-1, and he comes in and scores, like, the game-winning goal or something. That'd be nuts. That'd be crazy. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to start. And I think he trusts Mount. And I think he just, like – I think he just likes Werner just because it gives them that option. Like, it's certain, like, like how they press, like, where they want to play balls into. Like, he's not great, and I think he'll probably miss a clear chance at some point in the game, but – Werner has 12 goals called offsides this year. Wow. Like, you have to have, like, a, a really good skill of just being offsides when mm-hmm. they don't call it right away. So, it goes back to VAR. Yeah, but that's also, like, you could purposely be offsides and, like, score a goal and then get it called off. And then, you know, because that could be misleading. Yeah, but a lot of them probably go back to VAR. Uh, who else would start it? Well, there's, like, a – Ziyech. Um, Hudson Adoy, maybe. Uh, Hudson Adoy is kind of. I thought he was really good in like the middle of the season when Tuchel, like, with like the end of Lampard and when Tuchel first came over. Uh, I thought Hudson Adoy was like playing really well, and then he just kind of dropped. I don't know. Ziyech, maybe. Um, if I had to guess, you know, dude, they should just start Olivier Giroud, man. Like, you play him 90 minutes in a Champions League final, he's gonna score a goal. Like, no, bro. Dude, yes. Yeah, dude. He makes it sound like, oh, bro, if you just play him 90 minutes in a Champions League final, he's going to score a goal, obviously. Like, what? He is, like, or do good things. Like, he literally won a World Cup leading the line for France. I, I mean, he just produces. I think he fits the way they want to play now. He's completely- Oh, you mean winning and scoring goals? Yeah, dude, that does, just doesn't fit the style. He actually is a completely different striker than Warner. Good. Um, let's flip over to City. Um, they, you know, kind of ran away with the league. They beat um, – what was their path? So PSG beat Barca. And who else did they beat? Then – do you have the Champions League path in front of you? Who did Man City beat in the round before? Because Chelsea had an easier path to the final. They beat Porto. Then they beat Real Madrid, who's, like, obviously good, but not great. But either way, like, PSG, huh? Man City beat Dortmund to play PSG. Dortmund, yeah. Holland, Holland kind of had him on the ropes there. He scored a goal. Uh, PSG beat Bayern. That's what it was. So, PSG, I thought PSG, Bayern, and City were the three best teams this year. And I really thought it was like PSG's, like, like they're, maybe they're like coming out, you know, like they're the ones like kind of taking it. But uh, yeah, City, like, they don't like get flustered. They get scored on or they're not scoring. And it's just like, it's they just don't awkward. Get on. Hmm? So they, they don't get scored on. They, they did against PSG. They did against Dortmund, but they just, they just eat it. It's like, okay, we're just going to play. We're just going right. to play better. And they don't. Like, their defense has been so good this year. Yeah, and I think Diaz has been really good. I think Diaz is getting a bit overrated, and they're underrating Stones. I think it's like they're both really good. No, I think they're both really good, too. Yeah, it's not fair to just be like, oh, Diaz is just lifting up Stones. Like, no, they're both both good. Like, yeah, like Diaz is getting, like, the credit for both Mm -hmm. of them. Yeah. No, I've been pounding my fist for John Stones for a while. Dude. It's a, it's a either a win win or like a win you know a lose lose for me like because I love Stones I love Olivia Giroud so maybe they don't play Giroud City has a clean sheet and Stones has a good game I look like a genius but if Giroud plays and like Stone and he scores and Stones you know so it could be either way for me but uh, Giroud will even feature in the game. Yeah, uh, it's going to be Stones and Diaz. I would think it's Walker and Jao Cancelo on the left, but maybe Zinchenko. 
Yeah, I, I kind of like Zinchenko. I do too, man. He's kind of got a weird attitude. He kind of just flips out at random times. Does he really? He just like will drift inside. I like that. Like, I like Jao Cancelo. I think he's good. But like some people, like I think overrate him a little bit. Yeah. Jao Cancelo. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, he's good like off the dribble. I feel like um, he's different in that way. Like, I don't know. In, in a game like this, I could see him going with Chinchenko more and more of yeah. like a more solid option. Yeah. All right. Think about this. If he goes Kyle Walker and Zinchenko, they're both like, I think, comfortable enough to like hold, you know, their back line there. Then they go with maybe, maybe instead of like a Fernandinho, you go with uh, like a Rodri and then a Gundogan and De Bruyne who push up. And then you could play somebody as a forward. They don't really play like, they don't really, they're not going to start Jesus probably. So maybe they play, um, Probably not Fernando Torres. Maybe Foden is that guy. Maybe Sterling is that guy. Probably Mara's on the right. They could do a ton of different things. I think – I don't know. I feel like Fernandinho – I felt like Fernandinho has been playing well, better than Rodri has. Yeah. He's been sticking with him recently. He started, started against Everton, and he started in their last Champions League games too, I'm pretty sure, Fernandinho. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it, it might – you know, I, I'm hoping Pep doesn't kind of like out tactic himself but I, I just think if you have like the cover in the middle like I think Zinchenko is pretty pretty comfortable at kind of tucking inside playing as a second defensive midfielder so maybe that lets you know Rodri kind of push up a little bit and be like the deep line playmaker I don't know yeah I think Foden will play on the left I think Mares will play on the right and then whatever whoever he decides in the middle yeah, basically, basically, that's three more center mids that he has yeah. to pick. I guess I think Aguero was hurt in the last Champions League, so he's like kind of out of the picture. I still think Aguero up top is like their best eleven, but I'm also like I don't want to see De Bruyne as a false nine because I'd rather see him in the midfield. But part of it too, I think uh, one of the things I was thinking about is a lot of times if there's like something in certain tactics that I don't like, it's really just because I don't quite understand it. And it's not like my preference, how I, I would play or set up a team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay. I'm not a huge fan of false nine, but I'm sure there are ways and proper ways to coach a team where your false nine is being successful. I just don't know how to do it or wouldn't set my team up like that, but not saying that Pep Guardiola wouldn't be able to do that. And they've done it before. So. Well, yeah, you don't have any experience playing or understanding what what how to play a false nine. Neither yeah. do I. Yeah. It's like I don't really know how it works, but somehow I don't get it. Somehow Man City still finds a way to like play like a false nine and still be able to get players in behind. Yeah. Players in the same areas they would in any other type of formation. Dude, I honestly think that's a good point because. You know, even though a lot of people like they'll mess with formations and they think that is tactics, but like the principles that a team plays with, like when to make your runs in behind, when to look for those runs in behind, like how they want to play the ball, like what kind of passes they're looking to play and like penetrate into, like that's really what team tactics are. And like that's how that's like what a coach does. That's why, like, I kind of hate Jose Mourinho right now. Like, it's not just that he parks the bus or he's defensive, it's like, what are his teams doing? You know what I mean? There's no, like, real play style. That's why I don't like Jose Mourinho. That's why I love Pep Guardiola because I'm sure Guardiola, like, he's rolling out, like, a 4-4-2 at some points too. I'm sure, like, you could tell him to play, like, a, a 3-5-2. Like, that's that's the whole point of inverted fullbacks and whatever. It's just about moving players around the field. It's not about, like, the formation and where they start at. Another thought is a lot of teams when they play Chelsea, what was it Chelsea played with those three center backs? Mm-hmm. So a lot of teams will switch like the three center backs, and I, I think I think Man City did earlier in the season when they played Chelsea. Yeah, uh, might have been in the uh, in the uh, Premier League when they played a few weeks ago. I, yeah. I think they also played in the. I think they had like Champions League final. Yeah, they had back to back games. They had a FA Cup semi final, and then like a couple weeks later, they had the Premier League game. Yeah. 
Um, so, like, I, I think it's going to be pretty clear, like, first 10 minutes of the game, let's see what City's doing. Um, I think Chelsea, they're just going to, like, you know, I, I'm not going to act like I know everything about Chelsea. I just think there's not as much there to, to look at. And City, there's going to be a lot. They'll, they're going to be the ones dominating the game. That's, that's just the way it's going to go. Possession is going to be a, a lot of City. Mm. Um, you want to give, like, some predictions? Yeah, I think it's going to be 2 nothing, Man City. Oh, 2 nothing. Give me the goal scorers, the, maybe, like, some possession stats, like how they score the goals. What do you think? <laughs> possession stats, uh, I say Man City possession around 65%. Okay. So, like, fair amount of possession. Not, not like, a crazy amount of possession, but – Think Man City will want to come out and try to try to score though. Mm-hmm. Um, think Foden will have a goal. That's the storyline. Yeah, Foden, new young young player. Yeah. Uh, Foden will have a goal, and so will Mares. Mm, okay, I like that. So you're saying two zero? And KDB will set up at least one of those. I think it's probably going to be. I'm going to say two one City. Uh, I do think it's going to like start weird. So I'm thinking it's like a like a set piece goal, maybe like a Thiago Silva or like a Rudiger or somebody like that. Kind of, you know, 15th, 20th minute. And City, they start off like good, like keeping the ball. The set piece goal like rattles them a little bit and they just then they put like like pedal to the floor. They kind of like then they start bossing the game, moving the ball quickly. And I think they get like probably like one before halftime. Maybe like like a legit goal. Um, I'll say I'll say Mares as well. I think Mares kind of gets one. Maybe cutting in on his left foot, like those late those runs into the box, and then later in the second half, I'm thinking like another set piece or something like that. Maybe like a free kick. Uh, maybe not score the free kick, but maybe like a cross from a free kick or like a rebound. Yeah, some sort of set piece. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to mention uh, Mendy, the goalie, mm-hmm. might be out. Why? Uh, for an injury. Dude, he's definitely not hurt enough to be out. Well, like, he's questionable right now. Wow. Yeah. So that'd be huge. Because imagine Kepa playing in the Champions League final. And if Kepa plays, bro, you, you know at one point he's going to make a mistake. Um, Skyport, Sky Sports six hours ago. Mendy and Conte returned to Chelsea training and had a Champions League final. So, yeah. never mind. Well, I mean, maybe he's still, or I don't know. Mendy's been good. Ederson's a freaking beast. So, if Chelsea were to win this game, how do you think they'd do it? Like, what do you think they would do to like disrupt City? Uh, I think it's some sort of – I don't want to just be generic and say, like, they sit behind the ball and counter, but I think it's some sort of transition goal where, like, somebody's exploiting some space somewhere. There's, like, a cross that comes across the box, and it's, like, a late run. So, Pulisic's pretty good at those runs. Maybe it's Pulisic. Pulisic's goal. Remember when he scored against City last season in the Premier League? Mm, he scored so many goals last season, I don't remember. Off the corner kick, remember, he picked it up. On the halfway line. Oh, dude, that, that was crazy, dude. Like that. Yeah, he was electric then. Um, yeah, so maybe it's something like that. And I, I think set pieces as well. Like, I, I just feel like there's – dude, finals, we always get so hyped up. We're like, oh, this is going to be such a good game. Great teams, tactics. And then, like, it's just weird. Like, they're not going for it. There's a set piece. There's, like, something that disrupts, like, a, the rhythm of, like, what could be a really good game, and it just makes it – not as good. Yeah, finals are just completely different than nor- not completely different, but different than normal normal games. Yeah, um, should be some fans there too. It was supposed to be in uh, in Turkey, but they moved it to, I think Portugal. Yeah, it's in Portugal now. Mm-hmm. Sorry if you just saw my fan go on. It's yeah, like, I was wondering, like, have you had that on the whole time? It's getting a little hot in here. There's just so many hot takes flying around. But I, I think this is City's – I mean, City had so much time to, like, 
kind of prepare for this. They had the league wrapped up for so long. Yeah. Dude, yeah. it's their time, man. Like, Guardiola needs one at City. Yeah, they finally are going to get it. That might be the GOAT when it's all said and done. I think so. I'm not going to be that guy that says he is because I haven't seen the people that come before him, but like, I, I don't see how anyone's better as of right now. So The, 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 the rules have changed because of him. What rules have changed? What are you talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> All right, yeah, one rule. It's the uh, you can pass inside the 18. Oh, like that rule changed. I th- I just think people thought like thought about it and they were like, why not just let that happen? I don't think they were like uh, like Guardiola was wanting to pass inside the 18. I don't think they were like, we got to let Guardiola do this. <laughs> like Guardiola went up to him and asked like. Asked them politely if they could change the rule. That's a, that's a big rule for all of my all of the teams that I coach. I love that. Yeah. Um, anything else before we get out of here? We've had some good Wi-Fi for this past 10, 15 minutes, but nah, but like since I've been trying Limit City, it's been it's been a blast. And uh, mm. I think I think I'll be able to get a shout in the final. So if you guys see me in the final. Cheer me on, dude. That's that's such a funny joke. I'm sure everyone's just cracking up right now listening to that. Nobody knows where I'm at right now. Uh, all right, man of the match. Who is it? Uh, Foden. Foden. I'm gonna say, uh, uh, we just got done talking about how I like Stones more than Diaz, but I'm going to say Diaz. I, I think he's the one that kind of heads one home or something, and they play well enough on defense. I think I'm going to bet on City in some way. I think I'm going to bet on a few different goal scorers. Like, I think I might bet on Foden. I bet might bet on Mares, maybe a center back, just like not just to score a goal. Probably Pulisic as well, just to be a hype beast. Not a betting podcast, but I would definitely take that Man City minus 112. That's what it is right now? Yeah. Chelsea's plus. Is that, no, that's probably in regular time, though. Yeah, probably. You got to be careful with soccer bets because sometimes it ends after 90 minutes and, like, extra time and penalties don't don't count. No, like, I'm – like, that's still pretty good odds for Man City to win in 90, minus 112. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Dude, didn't we bet on City, uh, like, back in, like, January or February to win the Champions League? No, I feel like we got him at like three or four to one. Uh, back in the Champions League um, group stage, don't tell me you bet something stupid. I bet I put money on Bayern to win the oh Champions League, God. and then I put money on Juventus to win the Champions League. <laughs> uh, dude. So yeah, they just didn't win. You should you should pay me my money back for stealing money from my account. Everyone should have seen it coming this year, Man City, at least making it to the final. Yeah, it's pretty obvious, like, what they've been doing, something special. So, um, anything else before we go? It's, we said it was going to be short. I think it ended up being an hour. We froze a little bit. Did it Did it save? Or it's still it recording, so I would think so. We froze a couple episodes ago, and it's still saved. So, if you stuck out through the end, thanks for sticking through because, you know, yeah, tech problems in there. Yeah, I'm just a little upset. This is the last game we'll have for a while. Yeah, but dude, there's a lot of so one. I have like literally two or three good topics we can get into. I'm reading a couple interesting books, uh, like other soccer books that I think we could kind of talk about. Uh, the Euros are coming up. A lot of national team stuff. MLS to talk about. We could kind of recap like. Yeah, the teams I'm coaching, maybe like a little recap on that and like how things are going there. So like really we're giving you like the full circle. Like maybe we don't like specify in just the Premier League or just uh, certain aspects of soccer. But I think we give you like a little bit of everything. If you're just interested in soccer, like, you know, you're doing it well. You there? Oh, no, that's it. All right, I think I might have lost Chad, so...
That's episode 23. Uh, see you guys. We'll be back with the Champions League review. Peace.